0: On this Brian Golf Show, I'm going to go over some of my 2020 golf goals, and then I want you to kind of think about yours. Hit me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Brian Golf. Let me know what your 2020 golf goals are. Not your personal goals, not your business goals, but your golf goals, and we'll talk about that in the comment section. The Brian Golf Show four Presented by Cobra Puma Golf. That was an excellent shot. Yeah, real good form. I'm stepping away for maybe 10, 15 minutes, however long it takes me to get through this. Uh, from the Presidents Cup, right now, Tiger and JT just just scored a point. So that uh, happened like two minutes ago. Watched their interview. I, I loved it. You know, instantly they're like, "What was working for you guys today?" And JT was straight up like, "Tiger's working." I just I love that because that's what it was. I mean, Tiger's playing really good, so that's exciting. But we're struggling a little bit at this at this moment. It'll be interesting to see how it uh, all pulls through. So um, I'm dropping this pod right now. I'm doing it now because I'm going to be kind of, I guess, as far as talking goes, I'm going to struggle a little bit. So I've been dealing with the wisdom tooth that's been giving me a lot of problems on the left side of my mouth. So it's getting removed. As uh, I drop this pod, I'm, I'm basically on my way to the oral surgeon to get it taken out. So, I'm going to be a little down for the count as far as, you know, verbal interactions for a couple of days. So, I wanted to get this out and I just thought it'd be really cool to talk about golf goals for 2020. Not my personal goals, not like things that I want to achieve, not my professional goals or business goals, things we've got going on. You know, Mel and I talk about that a lot on the podcast, we talk about that a lot on Instagram. I want this to be more or less me talking about golf. Okay. I think I think setting goals are great, right? I never set them though. And and right here right now I'm just going to I'm going to set some goals for 2020 that have to do with my uh, you know, with with golf. As you as my witness and uh, you're going to be my accountability buddy. Uh, I think this is it's it's good to say it out loud. Whenever you want a, a goal, you want to, you know, whether you write it down and put it in a drawer or, or post it somewhere where you can see it every day. You know, for me, the podcast will live on. This episode will always be right here. And uh, you know, so I can kind of look back and see, did I give my goals a fair shake in 2020? And when it's all said and done, I I sure hope so. so we'll go with goal number one. Oh, um, before before I get to goals, I want you to think about your goals because I'm just curious what you're trying to accomplish in in 2020 via golf, not anything else. All right, this isn't resolutions or re- yeah resolutions. This is none of that. This is just. Talking golf goals. Do you want to improve your game? Do you want to improve a certain part of your game? Do you want to get fit for clubs? And and do you want to invest in golf a little bit more financially? Join a club maybe for the first time. Whatever it may be, I want to know what some of your uh, goals are. So definitely Twitter and Instagram, that's where you're going to find me the most. At Brian Golf, Brian with a Y. We can talk about it there in, in tweets and comment section. I'm uh, on my Facebook, Brian Golf, you can uh, always go like that page, but um I'm gonna do a little bit more with it. And I guess it's worth noting, I just posted and started a YouTube channels, posted the first video comparing Cobra golf's s Z speed Zone driver uh, in the s Z model and the Extreme model using GC Quad from Foresight Sports. Pretty awesome out at the Fleming Island Golf Course Golf Club. I don't know if we're golf course or golf club over there. All I know is uh, greens are running so fast. Fairways are fast. The ball is going forever. It's a lot of fun to play golf right now. But uh, that was a good video to kind of kick it off, and I'm gonna be a little more consistent with that. Meaning, now that I've started, I'm going to consistently post. So if you want to go over there, subscribe. That'd be cool. If not, that's cool. You'll find it eventually. It'll be there. So on to goals. All right. So goal number one for me, I I want to so bad win one of our season and Tees events. That is, it's really tough to host. And then play in these events, and I know I I should be competitive in every one of these as a scratch golfer, but uh, it's really hard when you're torn between duties in a sense. Kind of like I don't want to say that it's like this, but it's kind of like when Ty, you see it, like Tiger hosting the Hero World Challenge, and then you know he's got to go to all these events and he's got to like plan all these events. Maybe it takes him away, you know, from his his routine a little bit. But you know, for for me, the hardest part about these is uh, events is. As Mel and I are getting used to running them, it's getting easier. But the first few, it's kind of like I, no warm up, no preparation, anything like that. It's just about you know making sure everybody has a good time, and that's great, and that's important. that That is the number one most important thing. But personally, I want to win. I'm I'm David Sims from Ten Cup, like putting on this tournament. I'm tired of seeing the prize money go away. Not that we have any prize money going anywhere. Uh, we do have some cool. You know, prizes and gear and and incentive, including the Victational, our Tournament of Champions. You know, I want to qualify for that, which would be really cool. But, you know, I just go back to last year, battle at the beach. I was playing so bad. I basically chunked every iron shot that I I even tried. And we got into the shootout after, you know, Johnny Wonder and I, we played really well. I guess the first round, we kind of ham and egged it, best ball. And then we really struggled from there. Uh, But we got into the shootout somehow. And... I legit topped a shot because I was so scared of chunking it from like 280 trying to hit a three iron as far as I could to try and advance the ball up, uh, you know, after we were already kind of in the pocket. So, um, you know, it's like I I just played so bad. And then Stableford, I played better. I played okay, but not great. Um, You know, I constantly was like working on the swing and doing all these things and trying new and, you know, instruction and, and working on drills and certain moves in the golf swing. And I just, I just didn't play that great. Um, I played better on the harder golf course, the Copperhead course than I did on our easy golf course and our team almost won. But, uh, you know, if you don't win, then really doesn't matter. Right. So I messed up actually, you know, I was actually really aggressive on one of these, uh, really short par fours on our second round on a very, very drivable hole, but it really wasn't the percentage play. I could have probably hit like seven iron wedge and been just fine. And, um, you know, we, we probably lost by one or two points and that's exactly why I, I cost us two points right there. So I believe that I actually cost us the W in my opinion, Stableford. So I want to win one of these events. I want to play Brian golf. I want to get back to playing Brian golf. Like I haven't played golf the way I know how, and that's been pretty disappointing. And, uh, you know, I got way more time to practice and play and prepare for tournament golf next year, which hopefully will help me achieve one of my other goals. Uh, Goal number two, I want to play in at least two USGA qualifiers. So whether it's the US Open, the US Mid-Am, or the US Am, I want to play in two of those three, whichever lines up best for our schedule. And I really want to play, not qualify, not like playing a qualifier. I want to actually qualify and play in the Florida Am and potentially the Florida Open. So last year, there was some scheduling mishaps with our events, you know, the Stableford was in July and that didn't allow me to go qualify for a tournament. If I qualified for the tournament, I think it was the Florida Open. It was the same weekend as the Stableford, so I wouldn't have been able to play in it anyway. But, um, you know, I, I our scheduling is going to get in the way of some of the more hardcore opportunities as far as tournament goes. And uh, I may have to take a, a back seat that the The like USGA events and things like that may have to take a backseat to our events for obvious reasons, considering those events are a form of income for us and, uh, you know, it helps put food on the table and uh, there's sponsorship dollars and and things like that on the, on the, uh, on the line. So I got to make sure and show up for that. But I played in the Florida amateur once my first year in Florida uh, down in Miami. I I played in the Florida amateur qualifier, uh, qualified at Fort Lauderdale Country Club, Shot like even or one over or something to qualify, which was amazing. And um, it was really a cool experience. But then going to the tournament was next level. And I learned a lot. You learn so much playing in these big events. And I just want to keep doing it. And of course, I played you know, in the last two US Open qualifiers. The first one was no preparation. In fact, it was just recently after I lost my job. I hadn't played golf in about two months because I felt guilty going and playing golf, even though I could have went and played golf for free. And played golf, just as it, I felt really bad going and being, you know, unemployed and then going and playing golf. Like, it just felt bad. So, I didn't prepare. When did the tournament was really cool. Uh, but this past year, playing at the U.S. Open Qualifier at Makatiwa, where I feel like there it wasn't for two holes, a mentality would have been a little bit different because I, I played a stretch of really steady golf. And it was the only U.S. Open Qualifier from what I saw. And I, I just, because of this, I really wanted to look at it, um, you know, and kind of get the stats and see, all right, well, I shot 80, but what was that 80 really? Like, you know, was it like a 74 somewhere else? Or was it a 75 somewhere else? So our qualifier McAtee was not an easy golf course. It was windy. It wasn't necessarily warm by any means it's up in Ohio. And, um, you know, for a lot of the Florida boys and whatnot, they're that traveling. That's, that's kind of chilly. Me being from Indiana, it really wasn't that big of a deal, but it was a little bit of spritz, some rain. It was very tough, all right? I hit like driver, five wood, pure, both of them pure into a par four. Okay, wind dead in the face. It's like a 490-yard par four. So if that tells you anything, it's it was playing tough. No one shot under par, and I think two over Got in to sectionals from there. So with that being said, I didn't feel so bad, and I actually played with a player who was a member at Makatiwa Country Club. I think his name's Aaron Rodgers. I don't ever forget Aaron Rodgers. I think his name's Aaron Rodgers because you know, obviously, I'm thinking of Aaron Rodgers, the place for the Packers. Uh, really good player, but I'm watching him play, and he ends up getting through. And I'm just like, wow, there were there were moments where I would have thought that I was. Outplaying him by a ton, and so I learned a lot from that experience. And uh, you know, I'm ready to to put more time into my game in 2020, and uh, really take it a little bit more serious, more serious in the form of playing. Okay, so on to number three of goals. This kind of correlates. No more noise. I'm going to be the first to tell you that instruction, golf instruction matters. I have a lot of instructor friends. I love instruction. I just don't know if it works for me the way I want it to. Like, What I want is basically someone that knows a shit ton about the swing to go play golf with me, hit some balls here and there, and just k- kind of converse with me and like talk me through golf and the golf swing. When something happens, I just kind of want that person to bounce an idea off of, and that's, that's it, really. Because when I get into drills and I start working on certain moves, I get so loose. If I'm not working with somebody every single day, I just get so loose with my form. And so I've, I've kind of figured it out on my own before, and I'm just going to kind of go at it on my own, taking some of the things I've learned. And, you know, there's, there's so much out there right now and in the way of information, as far as the golf swing goes. And I I feel like I'm smart enough to figure it out that, uh, or, you know, consult with an instructor and go, Hey, this is kind of what I'm thinking, you know, shoot them a video real quick. What do you think? I'm sure anyone that I've worked with in the past would, would be okay with that. And, know, going, going from there and having those conversations. But, uh, you know, I just kind of want to break it down on my own and and figure out what works. But I I think mostly what's going to work for me is just practicing more. And that is literally it. I didn't do much of that last year. So no more focus on heavy instruction, no more grinding on the swing. I'm going to just go play golf. I'm a good golfer and I need to remind myself of that. And, uh, you know, I've, I've kind of Become a bad golfer, caring too much about like what my swing looks like, instead of just going. You know what? I know I need to work on this move, so I'm going to work on this move, and the rest is going to kind of take care of itself. Because hopefully, I'm a good enough athlete to overcome that. Number four. This is a big one. This one has monetary gain to it, and it's also going to cost some money. But that is, I want to somehow in 2020 buy a launch monitor for personal use. And when I'm seeing a launch monitor. I'm not talking about a Mevo or a, what Soto or whatever the TiVo. I no, I don't know what the, the other one's called. But I guess my Golf Spy rated it pretty good as far as indoor use goes. The one I'm thinking of, and I know Breakfast Blog, I know those boys, Matt over there, he he definitely uh, stands by that as far as you know getting it outside and uh, using it. I actually I don't think it's good. I don't think it's even usable indoors. So I think it rated. I think Mevo from FlightScope was number one indoors. And then like Soto, if I'm saying that wrong, I'm sorry, but you're going to get the point. You're going to go to mygolfspy.com and look it up. But that one was really good because it had the shot tracer and, you know, it's pretty accurate outdoors. But from my experience, nothing is more accurate, period. Not even close, not even worth my money. All these $300, 400 $500 launch monitors, until somebody comes out with something truly special and accurate, I'm I'm not going to ever kind of stand behind one of those little launch monitor guys. But um, The FlightScope GC Quad that I've been using past few weeks has been unreal. It is as advertised. I've used TrackMan for the past couple of years. Obviously, TrackMan's great. It's an industry standard. We at Club Champion fit with it and do an amazing job using TrackMan. But there are just some things about using GC Quad that I love, and I want to buy one. I want to get one. I I don't know how. I mean, you can finance them. I don't know what I'm going to do. All I know is I can create such amazing content using that. I really can't do that at club champion, you know, like spend all that time in the bay creating content. It's just, you know, there's, there's more to it than that. There's like logistics and can't be like Ian Frazier over at TXG. If you don't follow TXG, which I'm just assuming the amount of subscribers they have on YouTube that you probably follow them. If you're on my podcast, they just uh, launched a podcast. that's you're going to learn a lot from those guys. They, they just drop good quality stuff. And you know, we don't have that vibe, really a club champion, you know, and, and, and I'm picky about that. I need to get my own launch monitor if I'm going to create that level of content. And I really want to, but also for, for my game, you know, it's really advantageous to have TrackMan and be able to use it before and after work. Or, you know, if we're slow and there's nothing going on to be able to hit some balls using TrackMan. it's clearly beneficial to my game, but there's nothing like hitting balls, like getting your numbers, getting your club data outside. GC Quad, I'm all in for you in 2020, coming for you, Foresight Sports, and then uh, lastly, I want to play internationally this year at some point in 2020. Whether we go to Mexico or the Bahamas or we go to the UK, Australia, whatever, I, I want to play outside the U.S. So I don't know, maybe Canada counts as far as that goes. But um, Carnoustie, I was just talking about Carnoustie the other day with with a buddy, and um, you know, it's at the top of my list. I, I would love to go there. I'm hoping to go to. The UK for the Open, and it's it's nowhere near Carnoustie. It's nowhere near Scotland. So, don't know if that'll be in the cards. I don't know if wife will uh, hop on a train for eight hours, ten hours, whatever it is, to go to Carnoustie to walk around and watch me play golf. Uh, I don't really think she would want to play Carnoustie. But with that being said, it could be worth it. That that's a goal of mine. Uh, we just we have a, a really good schedule, season T schedule next year. So I'll get to play Pinehurst. We'll do uh, number four, number eight. We'll do the Cradle. And then I'll do number two, either before or after. And then I'll do Dormy Network. Uh, They own the Dormy Club right down the street from Pinehurst. I'll either do that before or after. It depends on what everybody's schedule is, you know, before and after the Stableford. So, you know, play some good golf right there. Victoria National, where we have the Victational. You know, whether I earn my way into the Victational or not by winning one of our battle events, I'm going to be playing Vic. (laughs) It's just what I mean. I'm from Indiana, and it's the number one course in Indiana, one of the top courses in the States. I'm going to play there, uh, Forest Dunes, The Loop, uh, I Love Hammock Beach, Reflection Bay in Vegas looks really cool. So I'm pumped on our schedule this year in the USA, but I've never played outside the continental states and I, I'd like to do that. I think it'd be uh, really cool. And, and, you know, everyone all the time so like, oh, you, if you come here, you know, we can play here. And so you get all those invites and it's like, ah, oh, travel. Travel's so hard. You know it's It just takes time. It takes money. Uh, you can say, hey, I'll, I'll get your golf all you want, but it still costs a billion to get there, you know, as far as traveling overseas, but hopefully those opportunities will fly my way. So that's five goals. I think that's five. Is that five goals? I think that's a good start. So, What are your goals? Let me know. Brian Golf, Brian with a Y on Twitter, Instagram. We'll just chat there. You can always get me on Facebook. Uh, the YouTube is Brian Golf and the podcast, of course, Brian Golf Show. So, After listening to this, drop me a DM. Let me know what you think and share your goals with me for 2020, your 2020 golf goals. The Brian Golf Show presented by Cobra Puma Golf. Now that you're Brian Golf Show family, here's where I need your help. We'll do it after every pod. Shoot me a DM or tweet me what you learned on the show today after listening And I'll throw you in an exclusive contest for some random Cobra Puma golf gear. Never know what it could be. One month could be a driver. One month could be some hats. One month could be this, that. But for every 50 entries we get, we'll pick a winner to keep it exclusive. Thank you so much for your support. Now, go tell your friends about the Brian Golf Show. Thanks.